Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. It's Championship Saturday on the lawns of England, Germany, and Spain as the final grass court tune-up events before Wimbledon come to a close. We'll show you who lifted all four of the trophies, plus Wimbledon predictions. We'll look at the American ladies' chances at the All-England Club and make our experts pick some winners. All that coming up on today's edition of TC Live. Welcome inside our studios here in Santa Monica. California, Rob Simulcare here, two-time Wimbledon semifinalist and Hall of Famer Tracy Austin, and look who's emerged from the smoking room, <laughs> gentleman John Michael Gamble. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Thanks for having me. On the eve of Wimbledon, this is very appropriate I to get so. dressed up like this. I it's beautiful. So. Thank you. Very, very nice, and a very nice uh, day for Taylor Fritz, Jan Mike. An incredible performance for him. Doesn't have his serve broken the entire tournament and comes away with the trophy. Yeah, I think it's a great rebound, and he talked about his confidence there in that little trophy ceremony at the end, how much that tournament means to him, how it's given him some nice confidence going into Wimbledon. But it, it's a singular thing, too. To win a tournament, it's not an easy thing. That's his third title of his career. Look how many matches he's played. So great for him to get through that, find a way after losing two first rounds. And it's uh, what a time to do it going into Wimbledon. It's the perfect time. Okay, we'll show you the highlights from that match in just a minute. But first, let's check in on the ladies. They were also playing at Eastbourne, a 500-level tournament there. And Petra Kvitova, who likes to play on the live stuff, taking on defending champion Yelena Ostapenko. Yeah, both players really have had success on grass, but it was Kvitova who got out of the blocks very quickly, already up a break, and she just kept applying the pressure. She was never broken in the match, and particularly in this first set, she really was attacking the Ostapenko second serve. It was winner after winner, just pushing Ostapenko back. And Kvitova was moving well today. That's the one thing you always want to see. That's really the tipping point for her is when she can get set, when she can get organized and continue to dominate. And going into the second set, this game was the most important of the second set and possibly the match because Petra, she actually faced five great points, held on, held that 12-minute game, and then got another title, her 29th of her career. And folks have to be paying attention to Petra Kvitova. When she gets hot on grass, good things happen. You look at her career, of course, a two-time Wimbledon champion, 33-11 all-time at the All-England Club, three tour-level titles. And this is her best win percentage of all the surfaces she's played on, Jan Mike. So she is clearly peaking at the right time going into Wimbledon. Yeah, she certainly is. And obviously, she has the perfect game for grass. Starts out with that big lefty serve. She can really torque it out wide in that ad court, as you expect a lefty to have. But those flat ground strokes can do so much damage when she's playing well, when she's consistent. Tracy, I think that you hit it right on the top of the nail head there with her, her movement when she's moving with some confidence and hitting well out of the corners. You know, the points are a little bit shorter. She's not great at playing long points on other surfaces, doesn't have to on the grass, and just was looking solid today. So she's going to be very tough to beat at Wimbledon. 
Yeah, when she is returning well and hitting the ball early, she's got good hands, and the ball gets on an opponent so quickly because she's robbing them of time and because of her power. When she starts to get this kind of match play behind her, she starts to develop this kind of confidence. And as soon as she walks into the gates of the All England Club, you know her game just bumps up a little bit because she has such great memories there. She knows how to win points in the forecourt. She's got drop volleys. She's got the backhand slice for variation. So a perfect game for this grass court. Okay, well, a perfect game for grass courts usually means a big serve, especially on the men's side. In the final, we just watched an American matchup between Maxime Cressy and Taylor Fritz, and look at what they did on their service games coming into this. 52 aces for Cressy led the tournament coming in. Great serve percentage points won. And look at Taylor Fritz. There you see that number on the right. Service games won. 35 for 35. Saved every break point. So came into this serving really well and looking to repeat a 2019 championship here. Taylor Fritz was against Cressy. Yeah, and Taylor certainly started out extremely well in this match. The thing that makes him so dangerous as a player is not just yeah, that big first serve. It's how well he returns serve. That's the reason he got through and won Indian Wells earlier this year. It put so much pressure on his opponents with the good returns. His defense to offense is fantastic. That first set, a very straightforward affair, 6-2. A little tougher in the second set. Cressy decided that he wasn't going to get broken for the rest of this match himself. Brings it to a tiebreak. And he didn't do a tiebreaker. It just takes the one mini break. That's all he needed here. A very nice forehand there. That improved forehand has certainly started to find its mark in the last year or so. This match would go to a third set as we just watched it finish their third set tie break. Taylor Fitz finding a way in the end to get ahead, stay ahead. Here's match point. Excellent lob. That's some of that good speed that you see from him. Flip <laughs> and fell there, Trace. <laughs> I think he just collapsed with relief. Yeah, that's Such pretty awesome. Such a tight match. As he said, he'd been struggling, had lost his first two grass court matches, but got hot in Eastbourne again. And so that's got to give him a lot of confidence. And Tracy, he's got the huge serve, but then if he gets into a long rally, he's not disadvantaged there either. No, Taylor is so confident. He really trusts his game, and he trusts his game at big moments. It loves to compete. There's some players that when they get to a tight situation, they kind of back off. Taylor brings his best. He's able to elevate. You saw so clutch on the serve. Break points, nine for nine, saving those. His demeanor is calm, and I think at the end of the day, this match was going to come down to Taylor's return. He returned better and just a little bit more experience. He's been out on the tour longer. And, uh, J.M.I. Cressy, you know, a, a final, a good result for him, no question about it. What does he need to work on to give himself a chance to make a run at Wimbledon? Of course, he's got a really tough first-round matchup in Felix Auger-Aliassime. Well, I think that, well, he's not going to have much time to work on anything. He's <laughs> right there. He's going to play pretty yeah. soon. So, um, you know, he's doing the work on the ground strokes. The forehand went from, in my opinion, probably the worst forehand on tour and somebody in the top 100 getting close to the top of now, obviously, well in the top 100, um, to a formidable forehand that can stay in rallies. We saw him have a couple of long rallies. Uh, Jimmy Arias said it's the longest rally of his career. He <laughs> <laughs> might very well have been exactly that. Um, but he's done the good improvements there. I think the shot can continue to improve. You, you can't just sit around. You always got to be improving everything. The serve is great. The volleys are excellent. Backhand's pretty good. Um, I think it's just more of the same. He's already, this is his second final of the year. Fantastic. I love seeing an All-American final there. So that was really fun.
It was. And so we will see if we get some more All-American matchups in Wimbledon. Let's go now to Mallorca, Spain. And Stefano Tsitsipas, of course, one of the best players in the world on clay, trying to improve his results on grass, taking on the Spaniard, Roberto Bautista Agut. Yeah, Tsitsipas there, as you can see in this first set, where we are, 4-3, up that break. But down left 30. Nice volley there coming forward. Gets through the first set. Sissipas, that one break was all he needed. 6-4. Has a 3-5 deficit here. This guy just never goes away. Batista Agut, so solid mentally and physically. You see Sissipas here, 5-3, serving for the tournament. Can't hold. But what I like about Sissipas today is he rebounded really well in this tiebreaker. Played some fantastic tennis. How about that shot on the run? Have mm. focus. This is, this is the big thing. You, you can serve out a, a t- match, serve out for a tournament, and really lose your focus, get negative. He didn't do that. Played a fantastic tiebreak. You can see his first grass court title. This means a lot to him. He made that choice to go down to Mallorca and battle his way all the way through the final. So that's got to give him some confidence, Tracy, going into Wimbledon. Not a guy who's been known to really get results on this surface, but he did so there. Yeah, it's been really fun to see Sitsipas improve match by match. He played two grass court tournaments before this, lost earlier than he expected, so asked for a wild card. Beginning of the tournament, his chip was a little had a little bit too much air. He's knifing it much better now. He didn't know where to stand. He was a little further back on the return. Sometimes he's moved forward and is actually driving those backhand returns. Also seemed just a, more alert and when to move forward, when to apply the pressure on grass. His game really should be good for this surface. He's got a good first serve. He has a good chip on the approach and really covers the net well. Good tactically uh, and also good technically on the volley. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he has all the tools to, to do well on the surface. I think he's, he's, as you said, short up the backhand. It looked pretty good this week um, in Mallorca. I think that he'll need that shot. He'll need that good slice, staying a little bit lower on the grass. He's also going to need a good first serve percentage, I think. And the, the one tricky thing for him is that ad court at times, it can go off on him a little bit. It's an important serve for him to really serve well. Um, all those out, the out wide for a, for a righty, uh, finishing off those games on the grass is very important. He's going to have the deuce court on lock. So we'll be looking for that at Wimbledon. Okay, well, when we come back, we're going to be looking for some predictions from the two of you. We're putting you both on the spot. Who's going to make a deep run at Wimbledon? Who should be on upset alert as the All-England Club gets ready to spring into action on Monday? Back with predictions in a minute. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. A couple of weeks ago, we had no idea whether we'd see Serena Williams play Wimbledon next week or play again, period. Now she's at the All England Club, and in her press conference, she was asked whether she had been making plans to play Wimbledon or possibly even to retire. I had no plans, to be honest. I just didn't know when I would come back. I didn't know how I would come back, and um, it just... You know, obviously Wimbledon is such a great place to be, and it just kind of worked out. What would be a good outcome for you at the tournament? 
You know the answer to that. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, the eye roll. How good is that? <laughs> How good is that? You know, I mean, that's, that's Serena. And when she steps foot on the court at Wimbledon, there can only be one good outcome. Absolutely. Seven-time champion. But obviously we had no idea. Sounds like she had no idea. There weren't huge plans. This wasn't the eventuality that she was going to come back and, and play at Wimbledon. I think the draw of playing at least one more Wimbledon is really what, uh, you know, encouraged her to come back into play. Now, is it a little too late as far as not much, what, two doubles matches before coming into Wimbledon? Yeah, she has a decent draw. We talked about that yesterday. And you know what? She has the right to play whenever, wherever, and how often she wants to play. We're just happy she's back. Oh, we absolutely are happy she's back and she's... Something wonderful, seeing her back on the court. And I do think that, I mean, Harmony Tan first round is, is a winnable match, certainly, for her. It's a, it's a good first round. And, um, you know, I think that it's, you know, go from there. Uh, it's nice to just see her talking about it. You know, she dropped that little hint that she's with a little grass thing, that, and, you know, that she's maybe going to play at Wimbledon. You know, we'd love to see her play at the U.S. Open as well, obviously. Uh, but it's just great to see her back out there. And who knows what she can accomplish when she steps foot on the court. Uh, she can draw on a lot of amazing experience. You know, it's amazing. No American woman not named Williams, either Serena or Venus, has made it to the quarterfinals in Wimbledon since Lindsay Davenport, going back quite a long way. So it's really been all Williams when it comes to American women at Wimbledon. Let's take a look at the top 100 uh, American women right now. And here you see the list. I look at you, Tracy. Of this group, who do you think has the best shot at making some noise? I'm going with Coco Goff. Coco has played well on grass at Wimbledon a couple of times, getting to the fourth round, just recently getting to the finals of Roland Garros. So that experience alone of playing seven matches over the two weeks and navigating that process is going to help her. I think her forehand is shored up. Her serve is, is much bigger. Uh, Sloan has a very tough opening round against Zhang. She lost to her in Charleston. Sherby Rogers against Marchich, that's tough. Daniel Collins, we're not really talking about her. Mm. She's the highest-ranked American because she hasn't played a grass court tournament this year. So, Allison Risk, she's always got an outside chance. This, by far, is her favorite surface. Yep, she loves the grass. She plays so well on the grass. Those flat strokes, she can catch them a little bit late, hit the ball up the line extremely well. Risk. Um, I agree with you, Goff, I think, is, is also my choice. It'd be nice to see. You know, Shelby Rogers has had a pretty good year as well. Pagula has been playing fantastic tennis, her best tennis of her career so far, so the confidence is there. And sometimes that's all it, can, it takes to get through a couple of tricky matches, uh, grass or not. The confidence really matters. Um, so that you look at those players who are in form. Sloan played pretty well um, at Roland Garros this year, so... I think that she's in more, a more confident frame of mind than she has been in the past. So it's nice to have some contenders out there. So I think that it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great group. Well, of course, so many people were wondering where Serena unseated would land on the women's side of the draw. On the men's side, the most dangerous floater, most people think, is Nick Kyrgios. And you look at Kyrgios, he's got a, a young Brit named Paul Jubb in his first-round match. And you look at this draw, Tracy, Kyrgios looks like he could do some damage. Yeah, Paul Jubb was the NCAA champion out of University of South Carolina, but I think Kyrgios will get through that. Krajinovic, who has been playing well on the grass, but I'm thinking that Nick is so motivated and has played so well this grass court season, he gets through him as well. 
then he plays Tsitsipas. I'm actually going to go as far as to say I think Nick gets through that because he has such big weapons. The serve is monstrous. He can block the returns. The forehand's massive. I think Kyrgios, he's been to one quarters, and it was, I think back in 2014, he lost to Rafa. That's a long time ago, but he knows he can play well on the surface. He likes the big stage, too. That's really what's important is yeah, because, he's... you know, if he doesn't spend the night before spending too much time at the dog and fox, <laughs> right, like he's done It's true. The dog and fox times. is pretty fun. The dog and fox, but do it afterwards, Nate. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I think yeah, uh, you know, likes to go out. And, and if you go by the seeds, you go by the seeds. Obviously, some people are going to say, "Well, we, we don't know who. We're not Nostradamus. We don't know exactly who's going to get through there." But if you go by the seeding, it's probably Shapo who would play after that match against Sissipas, and then he would possibly play Berrettini. I think that's where his his road will end against Berrettini. But uh, I see Nick going pretty far this this year. That would be the quarters, right? Bertini would yeah, be, be the quarters. So you match that result with his past. Well, it's amazing, guys. On the men's side, it has been so dominated, this tournament has been now, for quite a long time by really four men. Obviously, you've got Djokovic, Federer, Nadal, and Andy Murray, of course, who's back playing again this year. And so I ask you, Tracy, do, do you think we're going to see a new winner potentially at Wimbledon this year, or is it going to be one of the, the three of those big four who is in the tournament? The answer is no. We're not going to see a, big, a new winner this year. Mm-hmm. How can you go against Novak Djokovic? He's won it the last three times. He's won it six times overall. And, yes, he hasn't played a grass court tournament since losing the quarters at, at the French. I, I just feel like he doesn't, didn't need, he doesn't feel like he needs that grass court uh, extra reps. The guy returns so well. He moves so well on the surface. I mean, the stabilizing force, the balance that he has, he serves big, knows what it's like to play on center court. That court alone can bring so many extra nerves. As soon as you walk out there, it feels different. The atmosphere, there's no court like it. So, so many players are swallowed up by the pressure of playing in that situation. The answer is no. I think Novak's going to win. What do you think? Well, it's, it's actually rare that I disagree with Tracy. We agree on a lot That's of okay. things. okay. I love it. But this time I disagree. I think we're going to see a new winner. I think it's going to be Berrettini. He's Ooh. won two grass court events. Hasn't lost on the grass yet so far. Made a good decision. Didn't play this week, so give himself some time there. He's played a lot of tennis on that center court. Made the finals last year. So he's ready, I think, to win a slam. I think this is probably, well, he's done well in all the slams, but I think this is probably his best surface with that big serve big forehand um, I like the slice he's pretty good at the net as well so um, he's my pick all Novak right gets to that slice though I know he does he I know he does slice. Novak gets to everything <laughs> but I'd love to see a new champion he picks on it <laughs> all right we've, we've got some disagreement we'll follow up on that I'm sure down the road okay on the women's side Tracy it's interesting I mean obviously Igish Fiontek a very heavy betting favorite but she's never been past the fourth round at Wimbledon, doesn't have the resume yet on grass. Do you think she gets it done here, or do we see someone else? You know, I, I'm really excited to see how the women's draw unfolds because you have a few former Wimbledon champions. How are they going to play? Because they have the experience. Fiontech, 35 matches in a row. That's ridiculous. She hasn't lost in about four months, uh, so she has so much confidence, but she hasn't had great results, as you said, on the grass. But I'm still going to pick her. And the reason why, oh, I'm, wow. yeah, the reason why okay. I'm going to pick her is because of her draw. I think she has a pretty fortunate draw, pretty, a pretty good draw where she can build each match. She's a terrific athlete. She got to the f- fourth round last year, lost to Ange de Burr, who is another grass, good grass court player. I just think Sviantec's going to be able to play her way into Wimbledon. And also, I can't pick anybody else from those other 15 that might mm. win it. It's, it's tough. 
Yeah, I have a, have a hard time with that upper part of the draw. I really do. I think Sviantec will win some matches there. Certainly, uh, you have you have Serena in that part of the draw. There, Pliskova's in that draw. Halep is in there. There's there's some really tough tough players kind of floating around that top half. I kind of want to don't want to touch it. I I I don't think Sviantec's going to win the tournament. I don't, but uh, I, I don't know who's going to win it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but I do think the bottom half, I think it's going to be Haddad Maya and Jabour in the semifinals. It's going to be hard to pick who wins that one, but the winner of that might take her out. All right. Should you beat her? Jabour's beat her before. I, I, I have a hard time with foregone conclusions. That's, that's my thing. I just I, I well, like to see somebody year different. with the women's draw. Yeah, yeah it's, very it's, it's, it's a stack. There's so many contenders. Coco Goff is the number two betting favorite right now. So interesting there. Okay, I want one bold prediction bold from prediction. both of you guys. Something that maybe folks aren't expecting. So Tracy, I start with you. I'm going with Anshu Brewer for the title. She won a grass court title this year. She won one last year. She's been so consistent with her results week in and week out. She just had, ha, has had this great experience with Serena at Eastbourne. Jabur for the title. Or golf. Am I allowed to put another one in there? Sure. Okay. Why not? You just said Sviantec's going to If it's not Iga, you think Ten Jabur. seconds ago. Is that well, now that's, it's Jabur? That's your this sleeper? This is a bold prediction. This is a sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> that's your alternative. Can she do that? It's her alternative <laughs> prediction. <laughs> if not, then. Okay, we gotcha. Okay, so my bold your... prediction is going to be Kvitova. Storm through the draw. I like that, actually. That? I, I think that's that's a pretty good call. I'm with you there. I'm yeah. with you there. I, I, you got to like what she's putting together. I'm not sure how bold it is, two-time champion, uh, but we'll let you have it. She's 31 in the world now, though. She's right. had a tough year, so I like that. With prediction. a jacket like that, anything you do is bold. So it's, <laughs> it's all good. We will take that. Okay, we'll come back with our best shots of a full week of grass court tennis around Europe when we come back here on TC Live. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wimbledon starting Monday at the All England Lawn Tennis Club and Tennis Channel will be there with encore coverage every day. A little bit better time zone for some of you folks to watch the matches. So don't check your phones. Don't find out the scores. Join us here on Tennis Channel starting at 4.30 Eastern Time on Monday. To Germany we go now. A title on the line in Bad Homburg between Bianca Andrescu and Caroline Garcia looking for her first career title. And for Garcia, she got the early break. She plays very well on this surface, but we know with Andrescu, she is a fantastic competitor. And she came back, took it to a tie break, and it was Andrescu who was just more steady, more clutch in the big moments. In the second set, it was Andrescu who got the 4-2 lead. But remember, Garcia, she saved a match point in the semifinal. So she's used to coming back, and she does it. She brings it back to 5-4, and it's a set point. Playing with more certainty on her forehand and takes it to a third set. Andrescu goes up again to love. Keep. Garcia keeps having to come back from these deficits. She's really pumped up. She's getting the crowd involved. She's returning much better as we go into the third set. 
late stages. This is a big moment for Garcia, her third grass court title. And it's been a while. It's been three years. So emotional. Caroline Garcia coming up with the win. You see how fired up she is there and putting herself on form going into Wimbledon. To the social net we go now. And some disappointing news for the American Madison Keys, the 2015 Wimbledon quarterfinalist, withdrawing from Wimbledon due to an abdominal issue. And Jan, Mike, this is obviously a bummer for American tennis fans. Yeah, it really is a bummer because I think the Maddie Keys had a really good shot at Wimbledon with the big serve, and she's been playing well this year. The confidence seems to be there for her, so it's really unfortunate for her to have to pull out of this event. She's replaced by another American, Coco Vandeweghe, will be playing in her place, so lucky loser Coco moving in. Um, Coco's a good friend of mine, so it's nice to ha see her have another chance. It's just unfortunate that it's an expensive Maddie. Yeah, so the bad news followed up by some good news for Coco, so that's really special because Vandeweghe can be extremely dangerous on this surface. She's been to the quarterfinals at Wimbledon before with that big serve, massive forehand. So we wish the best for Maddie because I hope to see her back at Wimbledon next year again. She is very dangerous on the grass. Meanwhile, we had another Onzerina sighting, this time at Wimbledon after the pair of Serena Williams and Anz teamed up in doubles at Eastbourne. They're now practicing together, getting ready for Wimbledon. And this is, this is great. They were so much fun to watch Tracy together uh, at Eastbourne, and they're continuing to play as they practice. Wow, this is really great to see that this friendship is forming, and it seems like everybody is friends with Anz Jabur. She's such a, a lovely <laughs> young lady, but she gets the benefit of going out there and practicing at Wimbledon on the lawns, not at the Orangi Club next door, yeah. with the seven-time champion. Not bad to be around someone that's won this title seven times and just sees how she prepares that, that champion's mentality. Absolutely. you, you got to get in these courts. So you have to have some time on the actual Wimbledon courts. This is the best person you could probably get out there with, certainly for Anjabur. And it's just nice to see that the two of them are getting along so well. Look how well they're hitting the ball also is the important thing. These two, I think, will do well at Wimbledon. All right, guys. Well, don't you hate it when this happens? You're giving an interview. Everything's going just fine. And then all of a sudden, something falls from the sky. You're not quite expecting. Well, that is what happened to up-and-coming British player Jack Draper during this interview. I know that this season's short and, you know, there's not a lot of players who earn a living on a grass court. So I've just been... Bitten. Pooed on by. Well, it's better oh. luck. By <laughs> is that good luck? Yeah, it's better be good luck. Where did that come from? You know, my coach actually well, got that yesterday as well, so it's good luck. At least it wasn't on your head. I've had one on my head before. Oh, that's Annabelle Croft interviewing young Jack Draper. Apparently, that's good luck. And uh, playing down at Eastbourne, we've heard the seagulls all week, so decided to deliver a little extra present. Yeah, there are a lot of seagulls out there that is obviously very close to the water and. Uh, they let him know that they were in the, in the vicinity. So he said it's good luck, and he played well there. Well, Jan, Mike, we've all been enjoying your smoking jacket here today on TC Live. And oh! We're bearing a little resemblance to the one and only Hugh Hefner. <laughs> I think he's got me there, certainly. He does not. But I, I think I like my jacket better. I think, uh, I think I got the better jacket. Yeah, so that's, how about that? More handsome. <laughs> right? Anytime you're being compared to Hugh Hefner, that, that's, you know, never I'll take it. That's a bad, bad thing. 
We'll see you in the grotto, perhaps, after the show, Jan Mike. Very the nicely grotto, done. I love that. <laughs> the grotto. Oh, yeah. The grotto is the Playboy the Mansion. That's right. Playboy Mansion. That's right. I've been there. We'll tell you about that later. Absolutely. All right. When we come back, we will have the best of the best, not in attire, but in tennis shots, including this wacky one from Stefano Sintipas. A whole bunch more when we come back here on DC Live. All right, let's count down our best of the best, the top five shots of a very busy week of grass court tennis. We start with Beatriz Haddad Maia, the Brazilian who's had herself quite a grass court season. Yeah, two lefties going against each other. Dad Maia in the far court. Looks like she is in trouble, but no, she gets there and such accuracy on the run. 12 matches in a row. That will get it to another winner. So much confidence. Petra Kvitova ended that hot streak for Haddad Maya. Number four, a guy we're excited to see at Wimbledon, Nick Kyrgios. Yep, this is a quick one. Little reaction there. Flick of the wrist from Kyrgios. You're getting a couple of looks at this one here. Pretty impressive hands from Kyrgios. There was a big serve. It came back pretty fast. You see this last little replay. He hit it behind his body there. (laughs) Tough to control. Yeah. He always comes up with the goods. Number three, Alex Dimonor. Who's faster than this guy on tour? I don't think anybody. It feels like you're playing against two Alex Dimonors. I think you've got a winner, and not so much. Great volley. Not only gets there, but able to execute and control it. He put a little topspin on this ball, didn't he? That's impressive. From so low. Watch how low. It's almost touching the grass. Great racket work. Flick it up the line. Beautiful shot from Dimonor. Number two, the Frenchman Benjamin Bonzi. We thought this would be a tweener, but. Yeah, watch this nice lob here from Altmaier, but not good enough. The little flick backhand for the winner. Where did that come from? Watch out for Benjamin Bonzi, up and coming player. And now, quite the shot maker. Watch how he holds it and flicks it. He meant to do that. He did. Try that at home, it might go into the stands. <laughs> and number one from Stefano Sitsipas, this is a shot we're coining the boomerang shot. Check this out. This might be my favorite of the year so far. This is impossible to hit. Had so much backspin that Marcus Garone tries to reach over with his racket and his foot can't touch the net or he will lose the point. And it gets out of reach. He has to throw his racket at the ball. So a clean winner for Sitsipas. You couldn't hit this shot if you tried this 100 times, Jen. No, I don't think so. Probably a 1,000 times. Exactly. Now, that shot. Unbelievable. Send it over and bring it back. Not an easy thing to do. Well, it's been a fun week, and we got a lot of fun coming up next week, obviously, as Wimbledon gets that. Tracy, you're flying to London to cover things over there. What are you most looking forward to at the All England Club? I just think the suspense. Uh, there's, there's so much uncertainty. So many of the top players on the men's side aren't playing. For the women's side, you can throw the balls up, and 15 different players can win. Can't wait to see how it unfolds. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's just let's get this thing, this just show on the road. I absolutely love Wimbledon. I love when the, from the second you hear the, the song that it plays when I mean, you're watching it on TV to all of the great matches, it's, it's the tradition of it. I loved playing there and I love watching it from a kid. So I'm very excited to maybe catch some of you. Yeah, and the strawberries and cream. Absolutely. Somehow those strawberries are better. They're sweeter. They right, are and the beauty of Wimbledon. It's played in a community, in a neighborhood. It's green, it's leafy. The players stay in homes right there. It's uh, really just 
an incredible event. Well, you're lucky to be there. For any tennis fan, it is all about Wimbledon. Again, Tennis Channel's coverage starts at 4.30 Eastern. Encore coverage should be an exciting couple of weeks from the All England Club. Can't wait to see you there. Congrats to all the men and women who got to lift trophies this week. Of course, they've all got those eyes on the big trophies next week at Wimbledon. Enjoy your day. We'll see you at Wimbledon. Have a great tennis Saturday.